This podcast is sponsored by the Wilson Center, but it doesn't have to be. It could be sponsored by your firm. Just imagine it. A crescendo of electronic tango. Some love for your company and the enduring gratitude of our listeners. Interested? Reach out to us at lap at wilsoncenter.org. That's L-A-P at wilsoncenter.org. Welcome back to the Argentina Project Podcast, brought to you by the Wilson Center. I'm your host, Benjamin Gadan. And I'm your producer, Katie Hopkins. Today on the podcast, Benjamin is joined by phone by Christy Pelicia, OPIC's Senior Advisor for Latin America, to discuss her high-profile trip to Argentina, Paraguay, and Colombia, OPIC's support for female entrepreneurs, and OPIC's strategy for drawing U.S. investment to a region in the face of rising Chinese engagement. On to the interview. You recently traveled to Latin America um, with a high-level U.S. government delegation, including the head of OPEC, as well as uh, senior advisor to the president, Ivanka Trump, the deputy secretary of state, the administrator of USAID. And one of your stops was in Argentina with some pretty interesting announcements in terms of infrastructure finance. I wanted to just ask broadly about this trip, how it came together, how Latin America was chosen as the as the destination for you know these announcements and for this level of engagement at the U.S. government. Sure. So thank you so much. It was an incredible trip. Um, it came to be because Senior Advisor Trump uh, has her WGDP program, which is focused on various pillars of women's advancement, one of which is economic. And OPIC, as part of our 2X program and part of the USG effort, was selected to showcase some of the work that U.S. government has been doing, along with USAID and along with the State Department. The projects that you have going in Argentina are at a pretty large scale, hundreds of millions of dollars in OPIC lending. They seem mostly to be an infrastructure. It looks like better connectivity from Argentina to Chile, as well as in the energy sector, both in wind and in the Baca Muerta unconventional oil and gas. Are those responsive to the private sector requests that you get, or are those OPIC priorities and you've sought the right partners? They are in response to requests that we got from the private sector, and they also align with OPIC's priorities of development, creating jobs, and creating opportunities for economic stability. As you know, the Vaca Muerta region is very important to creating economic stability in Argentina in the future as it creates uh, U.S. dollar reserves. And the, um, the wind projects are also a very important part of the Renovar program, which aligns with OPEC's priorities for not only economic stimulation, but also for focusing on projects that uh, are, are good for the environment. Now, Argentina you know, has been obviously in talks with OPEC and these companies for a while, but the lending decisions come at a pretty critical time in Argentina where it is not easy for Argentine companies and foreign companies doing business in Argentina to get access to financing. Did that you know, make these announcements feel particularly good for you in interacting with you know, the Argentine foreign minister and others who no doubt very much appreciate the access to financing at this moment in Argentine economic history? So the, uh, the announcements co- coincided with a time that, uh, you know, it, it's difficult for capital raising in Argentina. And we look, we always look to be additional, but these are projects that we had been evaluating for a while. I think the foreign minister was 
pleased when we met with him about our approving the projects, including the toll road, which you mentioned. Um, but, you know, the, the purpose for our doing it was really to support the borrowers and to support the additionality needs as well as to support the environment. It just They just all coincided with um, a very challenging time for Argentina, and we were very happy to be there. The broader context of infrastructure finance in Latin America always seems to come back to a question of, is it the Chinese and particularly the Chinese government that is financing in Argentina and elsewhere major infrastructure projects, or are there opportunities for the U.S. government and U.S. private sector to play a bigger role? How much, when you think about the ramped up spending that OPEC is doing in Latin America, are you thinking about this broader geopolitical context? I mean, we, we think about it, uh, but we also remain focused on the advantage that the U.S. government as well as the private sector capital brings when we finance projects in the region. Um, our approach to development is fundamentally different from the Chinese's. Our approach is private sector-based. We work to mobilize private investment in developing countries, and because we work with the private sector, we support projects that are built on financially viable terms. We adhere to high standards on workers' rights and the environment. And as we transform into the DFC, we will become a, a modern development institution that will have even more resources and tools. A lot more. I mean, almost double from, what, $29 billion to $60 billion? That's right. So let's talk for a minute about the International Development Finance Corporation, the DFC. Um, it combines a development finance agency at USAID with OPIC. It has a much higher level of resources for lending and some different tools. The motivation for the BUILD Act that created this from Congress did seem to some degree to be more present in a region and, and lots of regions where the Chinese are using infrastructure finance to gain potential political advantages. Do you see that as a factor particularly in Latin America. It hasn't been central to Belt and Road, but increasingly the Chinese are present. Uh, increasingly they are present. I think the U.S. government uh, and is focused on advancing private sector-led financing that supports development on financially viable terms. I think, you know, we recognize that there is uh, a need for private sector financing that focuses on things that allows the countries to focus on things like protecting their workers, protecting the environment, um, having projects that are built to last. And these are things that we can support through the new DFC, and that enables us to do that on a much larger scale. When you moving from China to other challenges in, in Argentina, in Latin America for you know OPIC and, and later for the DFC, what's it like to try to attract the significant private sector interest that's needed for these big ticket items in a context of, you know, modest profitability and some high political risks, some questions about corruption in places like Argentina, Brazil, and elsewhere. Have you found it takes some nudging to get U.S. firms to show interest in, in these projects, even with generous financing from OPIC available? I think it takes a little bit of education. I think things like the integrity framework that the Argentine government put into place and we and the IDB supported um, that address concerns around um, questions, things like corruption are helpful. And I think from there, it's a matter of education as well as uh, development institutions like OPIC being involved to provide the tools that allow us to go alongside the private sector to make them more comfortable and more familiar with any perceived risks. 
that may have been there in the past. And does the momentum help? I mean, you, you take a high profile trip to the region, big ticket announcements in Argentina, again, in infrastructure and energy. Does that make it a bit easier to, to sell additional projects to other big U.S. players? It certainly is a way to, to raise interest among U.S. players, yes. Excellent. Christy, thank you so much for being on this podcast and talking about your trip. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your including OPIC. Um, we look forward to keeping in touch. And thankfully, our producer is a wonderful editor. That's me, Katie Hopkins. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to the Argentina Project podcast on SoundCloud and sign up for our weekly newsletter at wilsoncenter.org slash weekly dash asado.